Hey now. What do you think about that new intro, boys and girls? How's it going? <laughs> oh, AJ and Eric here to talk about the return of Marlo and Nieto. And somebody teach me how to spell Nieto. Sounds like a good th- I mean, Nietro. I like that. Like, it almost sounds like Nitro, but we're not going to do that today. Uh, but Patrick Marlo and Matt Nieto returned to San Jose, both signing bottom line deals. Now, first off, Eric. Marlo, we knew he was coming back. Doug Wilson all but guaranteed it during the trade to Pittsburgh. League minimum, I think we go, yeah, we kind of expected that. Matt Nieto, only 27. Uh, You know, third, fourth liner guy, as Jerk would tell you. Uh, You know, that is his role. However, only 27. Uh Clearly coming in to kind of replace what the Sharks lost in Goodrow and Melker Carlson as a penalty kill specialist. Guy's got wheels. Not a lot of hands, but he, he scores from time to time. If he can get a breakaway. But are you a little surprised that Nieto signed for such a low deal? I'm just going to assume that there weren't a lot of suitors knocking down his door. Or it's just a case of homie wanted to come home in film holiday sweater too. <laughs> Right. Uh, don't, my first thing, you know, good to see you. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of surprised. I thought there would have been a little bit more with the speed that he has uh, as valuable he can be uh, to the penalty kill. And he, he kind of picked up a l- his scoring when he got to Colorado. I mean, we were I think we were starting to have a little bit of post teal syndrome with him seeing him you know, score. And, and he's gotten some shorthanded goals uh, this past season. I don't remember offhand, but. Yeah, I thought at least a million for for you know neat beats. I, I I was kind of surprised that that they were able to, but maybe the familiarity with the Sharks organization, having some of the guys that he he's still in, he said he was in touch with. I think you, you mentioned on the conference call yep. today. Uh, I think just having that that familiarity was enough to get back over it. And, and maybe in a sense, it's a show me deal. Kind of like Kevin LeBanc. Show, let's all showcase my talent. And then maybe I play for something when, you know, when you have more cap space. See, I don't know about that. Just because if, if it's a two year deal, I would agree with you and say that it's, it is a show me deal because it's essentially play really good this year and make it that we don't expose you to Seattle. <laughs> but you know, but it's just a singular, you know, it's just a one year deal. So m- makes no difference, but maybe that's also the sharks, you know, showing Nieto a little bit of respect there and, uh, you know, kind of time served, if you will. It's like, Hey, we respect your time here. So we're not going to do you like that. Uh, we're just going to give you the single deal and let's see what happens. And you know, like you said, it's that whole deal of, <laughs> you know, I've said it a bajillion times. Uh, give me a team filled with guys that are in their contract year, and I'll win you the cup every time. But I I like this, and I think it was something that Wilson, uh, like nobody with the exception of Hockey Jerk and myself last Sunday night, <laughs> thought that Nieto was coming back. <laughs> if you go back and listen to the Pucknologist, uh, episode yep. 111 from Sunday, we literally talked about Nieto and the possibility of him coming back, and the reason being is that when he was here, in San Jose beforehand, he was, you know, considered a top six guy. He was going to be your second line right wing somewhere in that neck of the woods. And how often did I call him Tory Mitchell 2.0? Just all right. wheels, no hands. And he just wasn't that guy. But if you're slotting him in now that he knows his role, he has accepted his role being, you know, kind of a, a Melker Carlson Goodrow replacement if you will to fill up the holes left by them on the pk i i like this deal i'm fine with it especially when you consider i mean what was melker getting three million a year two million a year two mil yeah you you save some money by signing nieto you also look at the same sense like how they would use melker carlson when somebody got hurt we'll use the example you know when hurdle got hurt during the stanley cup final they brought up melker carlson could they, because of that familiarity again, could they bring Nieto up if somebody goes down just as a quick plug-in? Uh, I mean, 
I, I kind of look at look at it that way. There, he's almost literally filling in Melker's spot for nearly half the half the price, and uh, and for being a good PK on a on a team that had, you know, if there was one bright spot from last season, you know, the number one PK in the league. You know, why not? Well. I, Jerk is not here, but his thoughts are, so we'll take a look at it. Uh, <laughs> if you armchair GM this, this is where <laughs> this is where Jerk is slotting everybody in at. Now, he moved, uh, you know, slotted Marlowe in on the left side on the third line, you know, next to Gambrell and Gregor. I don't know about that. I might move Gregor over to the center position just because I like, I don't know, I feel Gregor can accept that responsibility more. Maybe that's just me. Uh, but then he has Marlowe, or I'm sorry, he has Nieto as his 13th forward, which I don't, hmm. I don't, I don't understand that. So, uh, Jerk, uh, the next time we're, uh, we, we do a show together, you're going to have to show your work. Uh, you know, obviously, top six slotted in. But Nieto, I mean, I think there's even a, you could even make a case like if Gambrell starts to crap the bed. You drop Gambrell, either Gambrell or Shellman. If either of them crap the bed, you can slot Marlowe into that center spot. You can slot, slot Gregor in there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can bump Nieto up. Now, you'll also notice that uh, <laughs> Hockey Jerk has uh, Jan Rutu <laughs> as the sixth defenseman. So, you know, take that for what it is. But anyway. Uh, I like this. Uh, I it, we all knew Marlowe was coming back. I I I, I kind of liked it. again. Nieto, he's only twenty seven. Feels like he should be like thirty one or something, but he's only twenty seven. I like this deal. Um, real quickly though, we should say uh, Aaron Dell have a good time in Toronto, and <laughs> and uh, I'm sure um. Joe Thornton will be happy to see you when he arrives there. <laughs> wow. Yeah, seriously. Uh, Aaron Dell signs a one-year deal for 800000 That's it. I mean, less. That's like less than what he was making with San Jose, right? And, uh, oh, yeah. Less than, like, I mean, what, less than half. Yeah, he's like $1.9 I yeah. thought. You oh. know, that is a recent deal. And my guess is that he's going to start in the A with the Marlies uh, because oh. you have Curtis, or Curtis Anderson, you know, uh, you have Fredrickson? Anderson and and yeah, Frederick Anderson. Thank you. I was con- I, I, I was, was combining them. Fredrickson. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you know, just and Jack Campbell. And that's my thing is is he's going to start. He's going to be in the AHL with the Marlies. Um, you know, I, but at least you're in Toronto, right? No pressure. I suppose. <laughs> well, no pressure when you're with the Marlies. I, I mean, I guess with the exception that the uh, Zamboni driver might take your job. But other than that, um, <laughs> I mean, you right. Yikes. Uh, yeah, I, I, interesting call. Interesting play. Fine. Whatever. In fact, let's, if we can, just bring that up for a hot second. And let's see here. Well, I'm you know I'm not even going to get into it. It's Aaron Dell. It's like I just I feel a little bit bad for the dude because if you rewind the clock like what five six months ago, he's taking a picture with his gorgeous fiance with the Golden Gate Bridge behind him, talking about she said yes. And if memory serves, she's like a former or current 49er cheerleader. Um, yep. You know uh, what Jerker would refer to as a snack. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a very attractive woman, but, uh, you know, chief's chief source of income went down a little bit. I'm just saying, just a skosh, especially in a a big city like Toronto. (laughs) Yeah. A little bit. Hold on. We got some, uh, things in the comments. Let's get to them. AJ, who will back up Dubnik this year? (laughs) Um, Martin Jones. (laughs) (laughs) No, I, I mean, Let's be honest. Mel Nichuk, I think, is going to get a hard look. The The Sharks know what they have, or at least they feel like they know what they have in Jones. They feel like they know what they're getting with Dubnik. I think most people would look at this and say, this is a big transition year. Is Jones going to be able to live up to the rest of his contract, or do we need to start grooming somebody and uh, Mel Nichuk is the one to grow with? 
So in, in throughout the whole conference call with Doug Wilson, he talked about competition, yep. that he's going to have competition with Dubnik and Melnichak, you know, kind of pushing them. You know, you, you throw in the forwards. Where are they going to slot? I mean, I like Jerk's, Jerk's lineup, but, you know, does Donato move up? Does does Donato become that third line that third line center? Because he did play center, and you know, not to bring up the past, but you know, Pavelski at one time was a third line center between Jumbo and Logan. Uh, do you do that for more depth? I mean, I don't know, but I would think he's more of a top six than a middle six. It's an option. But, but yeah, he's, they have options. They have competition. I kind of, I kind of like how they have this set up. I'm just gonna sit here and say, you know what? Uh, on Sunday night when I was doing Pucknologist, not a lot to rave about from my point of view. I was like, I'm not that excited about next season if this is the starting roster. I'm a little happier uh, with this. Uh, Kevin Kurz pointed out, you know, is, is this with these additions? Is this a playoff roster? He says no. I tend to agree with the guy. Jerk, uh, if I remember correctly, is saying kind of like wild card. Like no matter what, Jerk thinks that they're going to be better than they were last season. Now, let's be honest, that's not a high bar to clear. <laughs> but now, will they be a playoff team? Should be interesting. Yeah, uh, Anthony on the chat. Jumbo will come back, but he is not in a rush. He might see how the season goes and make his selection. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, I, I said it Sunday and I'm going to say it again. I'm, I still am under the impression that Thornton is still peeved that he was not moved at the deadline and the sharks outlook. If you look at it today on Twitter, Vegas odds, I believe have the sharks at like 24th in the league odds wise, like 60 to one for the cup. You know, odds on is like Vegas, Colorado, Tampa to repeat, perhaps Boston, maybe Washington. Um, the Sharks are not in the conversation, kids. They, they just aren't. It's Eric Carlson, highest paid defenseman in the league, not even in the Norris conversation right now. So the, the, there's a lot of work to be had. And even on the call today with uh, Doug Wilson, he talked about how the guys have a chip on their shoulder. The, you know, they, they have a little bit of attitude. They've got something to prove. Now, can they prove it? Remains to be seen. But, I mean, you know, devil's advocate, I'm going to sit there and go, well, what else is he going to say? <laughs> you know, right. uh, they were fine with last season. They're going to try to do better. You know, like, of course they should have, an, you know, if they're competitors whatsoever, they're going to be pissed off about how last season ended. Right. Or and, and hell, as, started for that to be, you know. Right. Yeah, I mean, they had a horrible training camp and then a horrible start with the back-to-back against Vegas, and then that October just seems to be a dumpster fire into... Then an amazing know. November, and then right back into the can on in December. So Yep. But if, if memory serves, right, uh, October, uh, November, what did they do? They played, like, what, two games away? <laughs> I mean, There's something like that. In yeah. fact, I was at one of them in Anaheim and, and looked pretty dominant. They seem like they had things going, and then they went back out on the road trip and went over for that road trip. And oh, oh. You know. Anthony Sanchez, AJ, isn't that Don Square with the 49er cheerleader? I, I think <laughs> they mo. I think they might both be. Dating. They both were. Yeah, yeah. Don Square. Don I hope Squay's it's not the same the... 49er cheerleader. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I mean, no. I it's it's two different ones. Uh, Jesus, offhand. Anthony, getting in all into the show tonight. <laughs> When did we sign Rude? Uh, no, we haven't. But Jerk, so far, Jerk is batting pretty well in his prediction pool. Uh, and that's what he says he thinks uh, San Jose. And Jerk likes his cookies. so And, and, and he loves to go for foreseen points. That's for damn sure. That's true. Uh, Technically, do you get some for uh, for calling that out on the Marlowe trade? I can't imagine so. Like I said, Doug Wilson basically guaranteed it. <laughs> Uh, Matthew saying thoughts on the Petrangelo tr- uh, contract. Um, I mean, it's, it's essentially what we all thought it was going to be. Um, if anything, based on, I mean, if you listen to the words around the campfire or if you're hockey jerk, you know, the, your ear to the ground, um, there's a lot of Vegas players 
who I guess have kind of made it known that they're not the happiest that their names have been bandied about in trade talks and rumors and conjecture and speculation and all of that. Uh, they don't seem to be that thrilled with it. And this is something that Jerk and I were talking about on Sunday mm -hmm. was, you know, it had to do with the LeBanc deal was just kind of like, you know, if, if Wilson doesn't do LeBanc a solid, how good is Wilson's word at that point? How good right. is the reputation of the Sharks franchise after LeBanc signs that ridiculous $1 million deal? Now, granted, did he play down to it? Sure. Uh, mm -hmm. I think the entire team cool. did. Uh, but if Wilson, and what's funny is the guys on NHL Sirius were saying that you could have made an argument that Wilson could say, look, I understand we were going to do you a solid and we had this uh, agreement and everything like that, but when we said all this, nobody knew about COVID. No one knew right. what was going to happen. You know, things have changed dramatically. Like he could have used that as an excuse, and he didn't. He still signed the deal. Uh, mirror that with what's going on with Vegas. Um, there are guys. It just seems like there there's some kind of pissed off people with Ve it, even like the fans are calling out the front office saying, "How are you guys? You know, how are you doing these guys so dirty? Whether it's Halla or Stastny or Eakin or now Schmidt." It's how are you doing the or the fact that Flurry is I mean <laughs> it, it's it's a trust factor, you know. Yeah. I, I mean I think and then like you guys had mentioned it on a technologist, but you know, now they're making a precedence that okay, we're gonna go after the best free agent people out there, or we're going to trade for this and that and the other. And then when you don't achieve the goal, winning the big shiny thing, although they're gonna have some fancy shiny jerseys to try to win win a big shiny thing with oh sorry we've seen we've seen nothing you know but i mean how how do you feel like you know you've contributed so much to a team committed to this team and next thing you know oh we're getting somebody you know fancy and shinier it's oh. like it's when you trade in your rav4 and oh i'm gonna break out my lamborghini instead you know, because you're, you're, it's like that one meme with the girlfriend and, and then the, the other yep. girls walking by. I just, I'm still shocked. Well, I, I shouldn't say that. I'm, I'm a little shocked that Flurry is still there based on everything that happened. But then again, I'm not shocked because, and again, I said this before, it wouldn't surprise me if there's 30 other teams in the league going, you know, we felt like we were taking advantage. Well, okay, not all 30, but... There's some definitely some teams that are like, you know, we feel like we were played three years ago and we're not going to play that game this year. And so it's like, oh, you want to get rid of Flurry? Eat that salary. Oh, you don't want to eat it? Keep them. You know, like with, yeah. it is a buyer's market right now, my friend. It is a goalie carousel. So you can just stick with him and eat that salary and be right up against the cap. We're fine with it. We ain't going to play. Um, let me hit some comments here. Go ahead. Uh, Joey says, we need Eric Holla, period. Holla. Um, <laughs> and he spells his name the right way, too. I, I, I was I was down with that, uh, and, and I'm still kind of down with that. But I think, again, kind of like the Sharks did last season, I think they're going to give opportunity to, to the guys, whether it's Gregor or Shellman or whoever. They're going to give opportunity. Now, if they dump three in a row... <laughs> like they did last time and bring in Marlowe. Maybe if Halla isn't signed by then, I can't imagine why he wouldn't be, but this flat cap is screwing everybody up right now. Um, it's making people have to adjust. Doug Wilson said as much today on the media call. Uh, Dizzy, Jumbo will look at the roster and say, we can't win the cup with this. You right, but Jumbo has two plays. It's, yep. you know, it's, it's sign with a team that he thinks is going to compete now. It, could that be Toronto? Absolutely. Or it's sign with San Jose with the promise from Doug Wilson that we will move you somewhere at the deadline and, and we'll let you pick, like we'll negotiate in good faith and if, if, you know, hell we'll eat your entire salary and give you to that team for free, you know? Something like something to help you win a cup. 
Right. And you can have that deal aside and be like, okay, you can make your, you can make your call whenever, but you know, oh. don't, don't, don't be upset. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're right. If we can't find a deal. This is uh, interesting. What Jim ain't fly. There's no way I'm pronouncing that correctly. Or, I think it's or, Jim A in Florida. Oh, that makes much more sense. <laughs> uh, anyway, let, let's get back to his his thing. Uh, just curious how Marlo coming back is going to sell merchandise if no fans in the stands. Now, that might be in reference to something that I had tweeted earlier. It wouldn't surprise me. Uh, but, dude, th- th- we're talking about the Sharks. They They sold shirts that said, you know, Jumbo 1000. There's pucks that say, you know... Marlowe's 500th goal, Mike Ricci's 1,000th game, all those things. There's going to be a shirt and a puck minimum signifying Marlowe's accomplishment taking over the lead from Gordie Howe. There will be product to purchase. We, we live in an online world. Like uh, th- The point that you are making is a significant point if it's 25 years ago, but... Today, you know, there's shark, sjteamshop.com. There's, what is it, San Jose Sharks Mobile Shop, I think, dot com. Uh, th- they're selling stuff locally, and they're doing shipping to all over. So they will make these things available. If you go on, uh, I'm not, the, the, the if you go on, <laughs> if you go on the website for the worst merchandise company to ever exist, there's a shirt there that says 1,000 points, or I'm sorry, 1,000 assists, Joe Thornton. So they are selling it, but the Sharks will be able to do this locally. I hope that they will, you know, go with a local manufacturer and that similar to what they're doing with uh, their hats, you know, where they've got the Shark Freak hat and the Sharks graffiti hat, all those kinds of things. Those aren't on the worst merchandise side in the world. Those are only on you know, the, the shark's local store. So there you go. Um, what about these jerseys? (laughs) What jerseys? I think they're referencing the Vegas gold ones when I mentioned them. Oh, we already talked about that. I don't even want to hear that. Yikes. (laughs) Uh, injuries are a concern with Hala. Uh, did you watch the Sharks last season? <laughs> <laughs> I'm being a smartass. Uh, injuries are, you know, they're going to happen. Come what may. They're going to happen to everybody. What are you going to do? Do, excuse me. Uh, what are your thoughts on Blickfeld? Or if you're Doug Wilson, Blitchfield. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard 20 different pronunciations. Um, I, I like the guy. And again, it's one of those things. There is going to be a shit ton of competition at the lower end. It. Now, let's go back to the, you know, <laughs> the 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 jerk slide, if you will. <laughs> now, look, these top six, they're set in stone. They're not going anywhere. Nope. Those bottom six, now, I think Marlowe, pretty, you know, the, the dude's got a reputation for lasting if he didn't, he wouldn't be, you know, 40 something games away from breaking the all time record. So I would say Marlowe, pretty solid gamble. Noah Gregor, I really liked what he brought. I think he's a solid gamble to play a majority of the season. Uh, they signed Nason, another gamble. Yep. Now you look at Gambrell, you look at Shellman, you look at Sorensen. That's one to me that sticks out like a sore thumb. If that dude does not get off to a good start, it might be, you know, ABC. And you're bringing up Blickfeld, who's not even listed here. Uh, You still have names like uh, Shemilevsky, Chekovic. I mean, there are going to be guys that are going to compete for spots on that bottom six. And actually, if you think about it, John Leonard is another great name. But you think about it. In fact, let me throw it back one more time. The top six are set in stone, you know, for the most part. And I would even go to say just the top nine, and you move a couple names around. If your top nine is say four, you know, for for the giggles, Marlowe, Centering, Nieto, and Nason. 
And the reason why I say that is because all of those guys are vets and they've all signed. I'm not saying that is a line that you want to put out there, although it's not bad. I mean, two speedy Mm -hmm. guys and and kind of a roughhouse guy, uh, not a whole lot of scoring going to come from that line. (laughs) But I'm saying that top nine, I think based on, and and, and it's probably wrong to use the term top nine, but I'm just saying those nine names I think are kind of solidified. It's those last three spots that is going to be a lot of competition. No, but I really like that, you know, when you shorten that bench in the third period and you have Nieto, Marlowe, Nason, I think those three later in the later in the third period where you need to give your, your top two lines some rest, you can look for that dirty goal, that garbage goal, and you also have... Dude, it's almost... It, it's. I mean, it's not the same, but it's, it's a la... Richie Scott Thornton, Nicholas Sundstrom. Right. No, I think you can have that. You have you have some finesse with Patty. You can have you know some thumper with Nason and the guy that'll go into the into the corners and and chip the puck out with Nieto. I think you're gonna have you can have that. And you also with all this and you mentioned Blickfield, you give the guys some time to marinate in the Barracuda or wherever they're at. Absolutely. Uh, back, uh, the jerseys aren't good because it has the name Vegas on it. I would agree. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, hold on. What's this? Is that something that is legal? Trading away a player and eating the entire salary for the remainder. Um, I don't think it is. Well, I, think I mean, you can retain up to half though. Okay. So, so fine. They reti- okay. So the sharks eat a half a mil. Oh, whoop-de-doo. <laughs> They're going to make that in merchandise. It says Marlowe breaks house record. I think they'll be fine. Right. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Chances of EK nine being exposed to the Seattle Kraken. I, mm. you know, there's a few people that have brought up that, that comment. I mean, based on the conscience, I, I, I could see I could I could see it if Kane has like an abysmal year last yeah. year or next year. But if you look at it, there, there was a time early on. The I would go so far as to say is that I mean, aside from the goddamn suspensions uh, and, and some of the penalty minutes, first three months of the 2019-2020 season, Eric Kane was arguably your best forward, or at the very least, your most mm-hmm. consistent. And had that Did early. Did I say Eric Kane? I meant a yes. Vander Kane. <laughs> well, there's so many EKs. I mean, exactly. Have, a lot of them start with Eric. Thank so. God we got rid of Melker, so now there's not two Carls. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it could have been worse. It could have been like the late 90s where we what, we had Stern, Sturm, and Stern, Stewart, and Suter. Yeah, and Sutter. And Sutter, yeah. yeah. And the head coach was Sutter. Yeah. No, Oy. that was ridiculous. Um. Anthony, injuries can screw any team. Any NHL contender can be fucked if they lose a starter or two. Look at the Niners, for example. Oh. You right. You right. Yeah. I, uh, imagine what. Th- imagine how the Sharks might have looked game six versus St. Louis last playoffs if Hurdle and Pavelski and Eric Carlson are all 100. Yeah. Just saying. It, it, you, you, it hits everybody. You would, you would think it had at least gone back to San Jose for game seven. You right. Randy G, here's best case scenario, other than winning the cup. Uh, okay. The Sharks tank this year, get a high draft pick. <sighs> Don't get me started. Uh, <laughs> then all of a sudden you have potentially Merkley and Mel in the Chuck for 21-22. I, I, I think that's going to be awesome. Uh, you know, I, Again, I think this is a very transitional year. I know that Doug Wilson, uh, you know, it's dude, he, the guy's here to sell tickets. He's trying to sell seats. He's not going to come out and say, hey, everybody, just to let you know. To be better in a year or so, we're gonna just shit the bed this year. That's that's the plan. Like he's never going to say something like that. He's going to say it's a reset, it's a retool. He's never gonna say rebuild because that means people aren't buying as many tickets. That's just business. Uh but I think anybody who can be an objective observer and look at the roster, they look at this and say, This is for me, this is not unlike fourteen fifteen where it's it's a transition year. It's it's giving guys an opportunity to step into roles. 14-15, you had Hurdle, you had Meyer, and, you know, and John Scott was supposed to be here to protect everybody. Uh I don't know how much protection you provide from the press box, but yeah. 
you know, in 1415, it was essentially called a transitional year where it was going to bring up a lot of this youth and players like Hurdle and Meyer proved their worth. LeBank got a look. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're getting your years mixed up, bud. What, fourteen fifteen was not when John Scott was here? John Scott was here, but not Timo or LeBank. Well, who am I thinking of? Hurdle. Who I'm else am to... I thinking of? Uh, <laughs> let's see. I mean, there is James Shepard. No one's uh, no one cares about him. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm trying I'm trying to think of fourteen fifteen. I mean you had Wingles try to be, you know, Wingles. move up. You know, you had Tierney who was just starting to come into into play, but you had those players uh, who were given the opportunity well, to move up. Uh, and they good row. Good row. Yeah. Was just start, you know, was just starting to come in. Uh, I mean, maybe uh, you could say Nieto, May, you mm-hmm. know, only 22 at that Absolutely. time. Mirko Mueller, only 19 at that point. <sighs> um, you know, there were a couple pieces. I thought Chris Tierney, only 20. Yeah. So there were some pieces that needed to be protected, needed to... Oh, Haley, stop it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that... Um, hold on. What is, oh, Alden's saying, take that back. I think that had to do with my milker comment. Either way, um, it's... I, again, I, I kind of liken this to fourteen fifteen. I think it's going to be a transitional year, and it gives a few guys this opportunity. It, it gives an opportunity to Nieto to have a renaissance with his career. I know words. Uh, it gives an opportunity for Melnichuk to marinate a scotch. It gives an opportunity to Devin Dubnik to kind of prove himself. Absolutely. Uh, you know, a lot there on the back end. It gives an opportunity, to be quite honest, to Eric Carlson to show that he yep. can be the league's most elite defenseman now that he's going to be coming in at 100. I am psyched for that. And because of the pause, he gets time to be with his kid. He gets to enjoy that. And, you know, I mean, picture, picture going into the playoffs if the Sharks had made the playoffs and, and still, you playoffs. know, you know, having, <laughs> having the little, the little one, you know, you crying in the middle of the night, not fun. Now all that's sat out of the side uh, at the same time. I know you're not a big EK65 fan. I'm kind of on the fence. I mean, he has a good first name. But in fact, if I remember correctly, my exact words were, oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I need to send you that video to, so you can have that on there. But Dude, that needs uh, to be on my soundboard. But go Right? Ahead. Uh, but I'm, I'm excited for to see how Eric Carlson does because now there are no excuses. Exactly. You, no you can go excuses. all out and... and and considering what we've seen with him doing what he did hurt I mean, kudos to him for doing what he could do. Were there bad signs? Oh yeah, absolutely. So now that he's 100, I'm really looking forward to seeing him shine. Uh, let's see. Dizzy, no move clause on Kane. Uh, no, the only guys who have full no moves are Vlasic and Carlson. So they have to be protected right. for the Seattle draft. Uh, Evander can be exposed. He's got a limited, uh, you know, no trade three teams. Uh, but that still means he can be exposed to Seattle. Uh, let's see here in the chat. EK nine had half his goals on the power play. Didn't he? I don't think they were half. Um, I'll let putt guy look that up real fast. Um, I don't believe that to be the case. Uh, I mean, Lord knows the Sharks. What, what? Where did the power play finish? Like 26th? I mean, if he had a if half of his let's goals. Just say, let's just say yikes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, could the Sharks bury Sorensen in the A this year to gain more cap? Uh, no, he'd have to clear waivers. Uh, now, would somebody pick him up uh, if he plays like he was playing last season? Probably not. And yeah, I guess you would get that option. But again, we're in this weird pandemic cap flat or flat cap, I guess, uh, situation, you might find a team that says, okay, you know what? Uh, Swedish Euro's got some good wheels and blah, blah, blah. For 1.5, yeah, we'll take a flyer on them. Yeah. You know, uh, you don't know. Uh, Evander Kane with uh, 64 games, 26 goals, 14 of them were on the power play. He's oh, he's right. Best. Ha- over half his goals came on the power play. Okay, you're right. Easy. You get your cookie. Easily his best, uh, you know, production on the power play. 
uh, in his career. And, uh, you know, 26 and 64 games. Uh, I would say if you want to round that off, he was probably on his way to a career year in goals. Okay. Well, there you go. Interesting things are afoot here on Teal Town USA. Uh, let's see here. What's this? It is exciting for a 100% healthy EK65 Hurdle and Couture for this year. Absolutely. If you follow Hurdle on Instagram, like, dude, the only thing he tweets or like, duh, I just said Instagram, so why did I <laughs> say tweet? Uh, the only thing he posts is like him in the gym. I mean, dude, <laughs> gym rat, hello, thank you. And consider this too, you know, guy's going to be a dad here in a couple months, you know? He, the, you know, his woman is, is prego in a big way. She looks like, I think she's about two months away from popping. So, uh, hurdle, get it in now because you ain't going to get a lot of sleep here in a couple months. <laughs> I'm just letting you know, hope the folks are involved is what I'm saying to help you out there, but that's going to be tough. Uh, Anthony Sanchez says, got a question. Now I would put it on the screen because that seems like something that would come with a a, a, a Google Super Chat donation. No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just being an <laughs> asshole. Please do not use the Super Chat function. Venmo, because if you, you know, if you hit us up with a donation on Venmo, which is at Teal Town USA, 100% of your donation goes back into this show. Google takes like 35% of it. So thank you. You, you, you want to see more merch? That's where it comes from, folks. Exactly. And we have a couple designs and some t-shirts we want to do. We just need to have some cash to be able to pull it off. Ooh, yeah. Anthony, got a question. Can Doug trade for a player who is an, on LTIR to gain additional cap space? Oops. Didn't Toronto do that a few years or a, a few years back? I'm going to say that's what that says. Uh, I believe you can. Mm -hmm. I believe, uh, yeah, I think I believe that's a way to kind of uh, circumvent the system. A scotch, right. I think it's very rare. It's kind of up there with like offer sheets. You don't see it quite often, but it is something that kind of like sits in your back pocket. If if yeah. memory if memory serves, now, now granted Toronto they trade, you know, they change rules all the time. So I might be talking out of my ass, but if memory serves, I believe that is in fact correct. Yeah, I think Toronto had a couple of players that were on LTIR, including um. Crap! Oh, they actually got the guy back. I think part of it from, I believe, if I'm if I'm wrong, correct me. I think it was the uh, God. Why can't Whip I it think out! Of it? Uh, David Clarkson. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Former St. Louis like a, Blue. All right. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, such a huge guy, but he was on LTIR, you know, and and they were able to afford it. So yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, oh man. Berg, what are you doing? Trying to get on my good side with these comments? <laughs> I think EK65 will be limited for the rest of his career physically. Oh. See, I would say it would be intellectually, but okay. <laughs> oh, damn. Diva. Diva. Uh, w w it remains to be seen. I mean, dudes had foot surgery. Dudes had groin surgery. Um, you know, the there's been sig some significant injury history with EK65. Again, for me, this year is kind of make it or break it for EK65. I, you know, I don't want to see any fluke injury where it's, oh, my thumb is broken now. Or so, like, I want to see dude, like, making contact, making those solid plays. I, that was one of the things that drove me crazy the last two years is that you would literally see him shy away from contact. He was, uh, I've equated right. him to Deion Sanders, I don't know how many times, just like, an immensely talented athlete that has an amazing amount of speed but hates contact. So let's see if he can play physical. And if he starts playing the body a little bit more, I'm going, okay, now Chief must be 100%. Let's see that Eric Carlson that we saw from like Thanksgiving up through the All-Star game from last season. Yeah, and you could see him with the, with the, with the checking, as you said, but maybe also the speed and – the dangles. I we saw a little bit of his, of him, you know, dangling around a little bit, you know, when he got here, and especially that six week, you know, we talk about that six week uh, stretch that he just went went on crazy, made the All Star team in San Jose. You can kind of see that a little bit, 
And so that to me, that'll be when he's doing his offensive playmaking is how he how he's going to look, you know, uh, to me, if he's good to go or not. Yeah. Uh, let's hit a couple more in the chat before we wrap this up. Uh, one thing I got to say is 46 watching and only 11 thumbs up. Come on, oh, come on. people. Come on. come on. Help out the algorithm. Hit subscribe. Tell a friend. Help us out. Please. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, Dizzy saying, what about Ferraro for a real breakout? Uh, loves me some Ferraro. I think he plays his role perfectly to a T, and I cannot wait to see him matched up with Melker on his right side. I could see Ferraro becoming, uh, I don't want to say a Vlasic, you know, where he's totally stay at home. Uh, but I could see him being kind of like maybe like a little bit of a Stewart where he could, you know, have some physicality, but also pot some, you know, maybe he's good for like five or six, uh, you know, goals, maybe good for 18, 20 assists, but he plays the body well. I, I could see that from Ferraro. Uh, I'm, but I do see him more as a stay at home kind of a guy. He was very sound defensively. I enjoyed that. Uh, let's see here. How will teams handle a season where there could be plenty of back-to-backs in 2021? Well, they're going to sign two goaltenders that are 1A, 1B, which we are <laughs> seeing all across the league. That's how they're going to handle this compressed season. Um, I mean, especially, no other way. Yeah, especially with Vegas now saying they're going to keep Leonard and and Flurry. Remember, F- Vegas is exempt from the expansion draft, so they aren't Coward. they aren't going to they aren't going to be right. They aren't going to worry about losing a goaltender to the Kraken, so they no. could do whatever, jerkos. But I mean, <laughs> well, crap. I mean, how much? I, okay, I'm not going to go on a on a anyone but Vegas rant. But uh, how how many things do they do they need to get? You know, I mean, like for, for f sakes, man. Uh, it's I mean. To get Petrangelo was solid pull. I mean, they have to be the favorites, right? Between them, they have to be the favorites to come out of Pacific. And you know, anybody who's going to bet money is going to say, uh, "Okay, my Western Conference final is Colorado versus Vegas right now." But we'll see what happens. Again, injuries are a bitch. You can see Mark Stone get injured ten games in and be out for the year. I mean, things happen, people. So right. we'll see. Joey says, do you think Alexander True makes the team if Jumbo doesn't return? Again, I I really think that bottom six is really up for grabs. And like we stated earlier, it could actually be more like bottom three. So True is just going to have to have himself a hell of a camp whenever that may start. Uh, let's see here. Uh EK65 was very good with Dylan, a physical dude. Didn't understand why PDB broke them up. Uh, me neither, but maybe it was yeah. because of Eric Carlson berating Dylan on the bench that one game. <laughs> oh, jeez. No, but they, but you know, Sleepy, you're you're absolutely right. That was a good tandem. You know, you had the physical side and you had the offensive side, and I think for that sense, you know, EK will pinch in a little bit more while Dilly was, you know, doing his thing, and I. To me, I mean, who to you, AJ, who do you think would be a better, better partner for him going into the season? Vlasic or Ferraro? Carlson? Yeah. Who would I think would be a better partner? I'm, I'm not going to lie. Shimmick. I think Shimmick is, is actually who Fla- uh, Carlson should be partnered with. I think uh, he, first off, I think Shimmick has a little bit to prove. Another guy coming off injury, didn't have a great season last year. Uh, I think Shimmick, I I wouldn't mind seeing that, and I think Burns and Vlasic could build a little chemistry, I, you know. But you know, look, Bugner, defensive guy, you know, he might go DeBoer line blender when it comes to the defensive pairings. <laughs> we'll see, but I wouldn't mind seeing Shimmick and Carlson together. Um, I don't know if Shimmick and Carlson speak the same language, so you know, if Carlson yells at him, he'd be like, you know, I don't under, I don't know what you say. Uh, doesn't matter, but I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind that. Uh, the thing that I'm interested in is again. Uh, it was. It, I mean, it's been speculated uh, today during the uh, media call with Doug Wilson. Uh, our buddy Shang Peng from San Jose Hockey Now asked, you know, it, it, Doug, are you looking at filling out, throwing in a veteran presence in the bottom pairing? 
And, you know, of, of course, Wilson is not going to tip his hand. Why would he? But let's just say the phones are open. Call now. Uh, you know, if you have a veteran 5-6 that you're, uh, you know, that, that is available. Again, we know who Jerk talked about. Uh, you know, I'm still under the impression that we're going to hear that Mirko Mueller has been re-signed next. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. But, again, I, I, I think it could be another idea of maybe he does go out and sign like a cheap older vet who uh who's just kind of like a stalwart you know like just a guy who you know plays the back end isn't going to be the flashy guy but he's just going to lock down as a kind of like you know maybe a dylan light if you can find somebody like that maybe you look at that again i still feel like next season is going to be kind of a bridge so it wouldn't surprise me if you bring in that and then you tell the guys, uh, you know, you give, again, again, you give Merkley a chance to marinate. Or maybe Wilson says, fuck it, and throws caution to the wind and says, you know what, um, Merkley, um, uh, Pasenak, um, uh, Knizov, uh, what's the other guy's name? Niazev? I don't mm-hmm. know. You, I mean, you got D. Simone, you got Malosh. There are guys there. It's just like show me, you know. Yeah. It's like you know what? We'll just keep, we'll keep turning this car around until one of you guys sticks, you know. And again, he mentioned competition. Yep. Uh, but you know, you kind of reminded me of of one of Mike Singletary's old things. Don't tell me, show me. Yeah. Uh, and that's not a bad thing, especially if you're if you're trying to fight to get on the NHL squad. Right. Uh, now, Joe, Joey says, um, I want to see EK65 and Merkley uh, in a power play situation, perhaps, but you're talking about, you know, basically a, a reasonable facsimile of the other. So I doubt that they would play at the same time unless, you know, that you're down a goal with a minute left or something like in a special situation, but that would never be a regular pairing. Uh, just another Randy G says, I would love a Shimmick EK 65 pairing. He did well with Bernsey his rookie year. Yeah. I, I would like to see that too. It seems like Paul Martin left and then you saw Yoakam Ryan come in for a hot minute and be able to be the Bernsey whisperer. Then you saw Shimmick be able to pull it off for a little bit. Uh, I don't know. Let Vlasic try it. I don't know. Um, and then, and then Rob says, I say they sign a six D man who can fight. I mean, if you can find somebody to, what's Dustin bubbling up to? <laughs> hey, you might be able to try and get something out of him for, for, uh, for little to nothing. Yeah. Oh. And what we ha- what the Sharks have? What two point five well, million dollars? Two point three. Two point three mil. But uh, as somebody pointed out on Twitter. Once you send down a Bergman or something like that, all of a sudden that opens up to like three million. So there are opportunities to be had. We know that Doug Wilson knows every single one of them. Uh, now the funny thing is, is Dizzy pointing out uh, that's what Dalton Prout was supposed to be, <laughs> <laughs> and then he got pummeled in the two games he actually played in. <sighs> Christ Almighty! Don't you own a Prout jersey? The um... <laughs> Sharks freak. Yeah, the Sharks freak jersey. <laughs> Heck yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, Jesus. Let's just bring in Hoffman and make this shark season really interesting. <laughs> I, dude, I, I, I brought that up like a week ago. <laughs> if they were to bring in Mike Hoffman for under $2 million, Oh, that's never going to happen. I, I, it's never going to happen. But dude, man. he's like considered one of the top names still left. Um, we've, we've secretly replaced Joe Thornton with... Mike Hoffman. Well, the Let's name, watch the Sharks locker room and see what happens. We know the top five on the blue line. Uh, it's Carlson, Burns, Vlasic, Shimmick, Ferraro. One name that we haven't said, I would love, love to, sim, to see Tim Heed get an honest look. Like it's like, Absolutely. we're not going to pull you 20 games, no matter what you do. If you have a brain fart or if you score a goal a game, we're going to give you a hard look. Here is your opportunity to solidify yourself. What was he like 28, 29 at this point? It's like, here's your opportunity. And it's kind of like, if he proves himself over that course of time, you know, you just, you keep rolling with him. And if he doesn't, then you drop him, you throw him on waivers. Maybe somebody else picks him up. Boom. 
29 years old. There you go. So I think, you know, it could be Heed's last shot. Now, from what I understand, he's not tearing it up in Europe, but he does have a goal already this year. Uh, you know, I, I still, God, I like, I like Tim Heed. I'm, I'm bummed out. I root for that guy. Bums me out that I don't feel like he's ever gotten a decent look with the team. If you go back and look, <clears throat> during that stretch that he had when Eric Carlson was out and he was actually getting some decent time, I don't think that guy was dash ever at the end of a game. Like He wasn't on the ice for goals against. Now, granted, he's not playing 23 minutes a game. He's going to play 12. But still, dude was, you know, you rare were the times that you saw Tim Heed parked in front of the net when the puck was behind Jones or Dell. So I, I liked me some Dell. Or I'm Dell, some heed, excuse me. Um, I wanted to fully, but the hockey gods have killed another one of my dreams. Uh, I, I kind of wanted that too, but you know what? Uh, they decided to spend that basically same amount of money on Kevin LeBanc, and they kind of right. had to, like we talked about earlier. Uh, could have been an interesting pull. Again, I'm I'm Eric Holla all the way. That's that's the guy I was looking for. <laughs> yeah, and just another Randy G. Uh, oops, did he fucking hold what? <laughs> I must have hit the wrong one. Uh, <laughs> no, just another Randy G said Kevin LeBanc killed that dream. Exactly. Yep. But again, had to. Uh, happy to see yep. you. Happy to see you. I'm sorry. Anthony, see you. Uh, <laughs> or however you spell it is who we should go for. If memory serves, I think that's actually a guy who jerk would kind of like to take a flyer on. But yep. again, we're at that point where... I think Doug, you know, Doug Wilson said during the media call, there are guys that he has promised they're going to get a look. Here's the competition. Show us. Again, you're you're talking about Bergman, Gregor, Shellman, uh, to a lesser extent, Suomela. Uh, the guy who needs to show me something is Dylan Gambrell. Yep. Uh, then you've got guys like Shemlevsky, Chekovic, neither of which even saw any time in the NHL last season. Uh, you had your Tankin, who was here for like a half a cup of coffee, didn't show a whole lot, even though dude was on the opening night, night roster. <laughs> okay. Didn't uh, even finish his pumpkin spice latte at all. Yeah. Uh-uh. So, uh, <laughs> again, John Leonard uh, is another option there. So, th I can see that Doug Wilson, I'm sure, is going to have guys like if, if Anthony see you doesn't get a call from somebody or somebody, you know, if there's a, a piece or two now, again, we're in this weird situation with the pandemic that there's a, there's a flat cap, right? You know, a lot of people thought that it, it probably would have went up three or four mil this season. And if you do that, then you see a team take a flyer on an Anthem to see you or this or that or the other. Now you're not seeing that. So you might see a couple of guys kind of, if they want to stay in the league, they're going to take a little bit of a haircut or maybe they're willing to, you know, take that one year show me deal to get through the pandemic and then hopefully see some cash on the other end. I mean, look, how many, how much was Taylor Hall asking for or rumored to be asking for middle of the season? I mean, there are people speculating oh. he's going to get 12, 13 million. He signs a two year deal with Buffalo. Of all people. You know, well, he's going to have fun with all Michael. places. But I mean, you know, it's, it's a kind of a, it's kind of a show me deal. Let me get through this, get through <laughs> this pandemic and then maybe I'll get my money. I, I like, well, I like Anthony's idea. Go ahead. Ilya Kovichuk, one million with bonus. <laughs> Six million less than what you know was rumored to be signed by Doug Wilson. What was it? Three years ago at the draft. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I do. <laughs> yeah, I, I do remember the Sharks trying to like. There was a lot of stuff in the media that they were going to make a play for him. But right. <sighs> Sometimes know. the best deals are the ones you don't make, folks. True that. Uh, Joey, can we trade for another goalie so we don't have to see Trash Jonesy? <laughs> Please can't stop a flat beach ball. Uh, you know what, dude, go back and look at the numbers. Go look at the numbers for about the last six weeks. The sharks were playing the work that he was doing with, with Nabby was starting to pay dividends. If, if memory serves, I think the last, what, 15 games that Jones played, he was somewhere in the neighborhood of like nine eighteen, nine twenty two, somewhere in that ballpark for save percentage. That's, that's, that's what you hope for. That's what you want. So again, I'm I'm one of those guys. You also take into account, six, what was it, sixteen through nineteen? Through he played more hockey than any other goalie. Yeah, who uh, along with Devin Dubnik, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, well, Devin started a couple seasons earlier his run, 
But, right. I mean, Jones has played a shit ton of hockey. So I'm willing to give Jones the benefit of the doubt, and especially for the people to sit there and go, oh, buyout, buyout, but buy. You don't want to be on the hook for another, like, six years with this, okay? Yeah. Uh, give, give Jones the benefit of the doubt. That's why Dubnik is here for that insurance policy, to, for them to push each other. Nabby did some really good work with Jones. He was the one that pushed the Sharks to go after Dubnik. It's not like there weren't some other options out there. You know? No. It, was, I mean, it was a carousel. I'm looking at his game log. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. In his game log, he had two, in the last eight starts he had, he had two shutouts. Uh, he right. had a he had a 9.26, 9.13, That being said, he did also have an 8.33, which was his last performance against Colorado, uh, and then a, a tough one against Minnesota. But he did have two shutouts, something he didn't have all season. So yeah, again, like you said, you like we said with EK sixty five, there was that that one stretch where he kind of had a little bit of a luster. And remember, AJ, he also had what like a week and a half off, and, and Dell was playing straight through. I don't know if it was a showcase Dell, or or just have him exclusively work with Nabby, but uh, oh, you know, and Dizzy Dizzy pointing out Francilla worked as well. So absolutely, oh, like a Taiga. Touch me like you know me, homie. Look at that. This is per the best resource on the Sharks. Pucknologist. Hey, now. now. Uh, so, anyway. Uh, how about the first eight starts? Laugh my ass off. Yeah, he had a crappy Yikes. start. You, you, you want to go look at EK65 numbers on his first eight starts? Also, not great. <laughs> I mean, the dude. The We all just hope that last season was some weird anomaly. It's. I mean, you lose Pavelski, you lose Donskoy, you lose Nyquist. That should not make you go from second in the league in scoring to 29th. Right. That just should not happen, especially, again, statistically. Well, you got the numbers. Uh, <laughs> the, the goalies put up. Go look in Jones. Go look at Jones and Dell, both their stats. For the 18-19 season and the 19-20 season, they're almost identical. Save percentage, goals against average. Yet one year they go to the Western Conference Final. The following year they don't even make make the playoffs, even though the numbers are almost identical. But what was the difference? They stopped scoring. Play better defensively. Pot a couple more goals. You know, you you add a Donato, add Nieto. Although I don't, I'm not looking at Nieto to score. But uh, Jerk, you know, mentioned it. It's everybody sucked last season. Yeah. Like everybody, you. You had that that the I'd say the last third of the season, Timo started to come on. Again, I would say Evander Kane was probably your most consistent when he wasn't like in the box or suspended, but he was your most consistent guy. Um, you okay there, buddy? <laughs> uh, you had the, got me all choked up. Man. You got the injury to Couture. You got the injury to Hurdle. Um, if these if these guys can just stay healthy for this season, if everybody just like they don't even have to perf- they don't have to exceed expectations. Remember, going into to 1920, we were talking about Sorensen potting 20. We were talking about Kevin LeBanc potting 20. We we're talking about Gambrell, you know, finding his next gear. None of that happened. So, it's- if they can just get back to where they were, I think, you know, the jerk will tell you that they're going to be better than last year. Now, are they going to make the playoffs? Who knows? Again, could, probably going to be a, a compacted, con, you know, contracted, however you want to describe it, season. Mm-hmm. It's going to be tight. Got to get off to a good start. But, you know, Vegas got better. Uh, Vancouver, arguably, I mean, I, 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 Jerk, I think, on paper said they, he thinks they might have gotten a scotch worse. I, I like him. I think Demko could be a difference there. Uh, you know, being the number one dude. I mean, just look and at Holpe, look, just look at the the goaltending in the Pacific. Yeah, and then you I got mean, now you got Markstrom in Calgary. What finally Calgary gets something better there? Edmonton is still you know solid. I think right now on paper, I you know I put the Sharks as a hopeful wild card team. I don't yeah. I don't have them slotted in the top three in the Pacific. Now again. You could see some weird freakiness where, like, Connor McDavid and Mark Stone both run into each other 
in a Starbucks parking lot before a game and they're out for the rest of the season. We don't know. Uh, but, you know, right now, I'm again, I look at this. I'm not getting my hopes up. I look at this from a, a realist point of view. I feel like this is going to be a transitional season. It's an opportunity to let Marlowe have kind of the one last hurrah, mm-hmm. you know, f- do his final season. Uh, now, let's be honest. If the Sharks are out at whenever the trade deadline is, I completely expect Marlowe to get traded somewhere. Absolutely. You know, for another shot at the Cup. And it'll be great to see him in Toronto with Joe Thornton <laughs> and Austin Matthews and and the other kids that uh, Marlo had. Mitch Marner. and No, he's going to be at Mitch Marner's house the entire time. Heck yeah. So <laughs> that that wouldn't surprise me whatsoever if Marlo gets moved again. Uh, but it is what it is. He If he break, you know, he's got to break the record in Teal, then it's fine. Wherever you go, Godspeed. Hope you win the, the big shiny thing if the Sharks can't. Uh, but that, again, transition here. Give every, every kid whether it's a Bergman or a Gregman or a Shellman or a Suomela, whoever, everybody got an extra year. Uh, everybody should be coming in 100% healthy. Show me something, boys. But yeah. I will say, though, for me, jotting this down, Eric Carlson needs to be in the Norris conversation this season. No, he needs to be that good of a player. He needs to be and- that good of a player. But Heck, the most he, expensive defenseman needs to be in the Norris conversation, at least half of his contract. Or or, uh, or for that matter, you talk about how DW was saying competition. All right, Bernsey, he got a goal in the power play. Now let's see what you can do. I would love for them to have a have a competition. I don't re- I can't recall whenever the last time two two Norris candidates were on the same team. And I'm, you know. <laughs> talking hurdle this is dream yeah, but i mean dude phantom the sharks have their first for this year right <laughs> yes yes they do <laughs> for now they have their first for the next three years <laughs> I, I like how that gets mentioned so hey i mean yeah they they only have what the their second in 2021 and then their fifth in 2022 gone. Yeah, but you Yeah, but remember, once they trade Marlow, they're going to get that second back in 2021. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're oh. right. I, but but that's the thing. Whenever whenever we've doubted the Sharks, I mean, I think we I remember was what's the guy from NHL.com? Um, something Rosen. Oh, Dan. Dan Rosen. Yeah. Didn't didn't pick the Sharks to make the playoffs in fifteen sixteen. What happens? They go they go play for the cup. Oh three oh four. It was a transitional year. You know, they make the conference final. Yeah. I well, mean, yeah, but if if everybody stays healthy and everybody, you know, let's hope goes beyond their expectations, like Timo and LeBanc have in the past. Yeah, you could be talking about a playoff team. Am I going to say they're going to win the Pacific? Mm, no. Nah. No, I wouldn't. That'd be, you know. Especially when you have to play like four or five games where you're blinded by hideous golden neon whatever oh, the hell God. jerseys. So uh, with that, uh, probably a good time to wrap it up. We've been bagging on for an hour here and probably should have only what? been a half an hour. So uh, I wanted to go two and a half hours like the other night. With that, do us a favor, everybody. Follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Reddit. I promise we're going to pay some more attention to Reddit. It seems like the the redheaded stepchild we've kind of left alone in the corner, but we'll we'll work on that. I thought that was Facebook. Well, that too. It's a lot to go go on. Uh, Remember, if you ever miss a show and you want to hear it again, you can find us on your favorite podcatcher and Everything is always available on the YouTube channel and at tealtownusa.com. So uh, I guess, jeez, <laughs> are the Sharks looking at the hybrid trap system with this personnel? No. I don't even think they would know how to do that. I, if anything, Madden would be like, what the F are you guys doing? <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, so... Um, Final thoughts where the people can find you on the social. I'm at PuckGuy14 on the Twitter and the Instagram. Uh, as always, great to do this after everything that breaks. Um, 
you know, it, it, it can be, it can be two extremes. It could be pretty good or it could be pretty bad. And I think honestly, they're in the middle and if they, and if they can overachieve a little bit, this team's going to be in the playoffs and don't, don't tell me if they're going up against Vegas in round one, that Vegas isn't shaking a little bit. Mm. Uh, like a tiger calling me out. Let's go discord. AJ, All you right. promised after Pucknologist. Oh, uh-huh. did I? We went yeah, for you two did. and a half hours for Christ's sake. You, See, you I did. think I, I, I'm pretty sure I <laughs> logged in hours. I thought I logged into discord and like everybody was asleep by then. Cause we'd gone for so long, but you know what? It was a, if look, I know it was a two and a half hour show. I get that. Probably should have split oh, it up you. between uh, Jerk's Hole around the NHL and what every team did. Probably should have broke that up into one thing and then did a separate Sharks thing. I get that. That said, we've gotten a lot of positive feedback on that show <laughs> for it being two and a half hours. It's worth a listen. Uh, you know, you don't have to listen to it all in one shot. You know. But it's there for your audio delight. Uh, I am AJ underscore strong on the social media stuff. And uh, again, whenever we go live, you do have the option to, uh, option to support the show uh, by throwing in a super chat. But I will tell you, we would much rather prefer a Venmo donation if you care to do so at Teal Town USA. Uh, also, again, we do want to put together a new run of t-shirts and Eric does have a couple designs in mind. Mm-hmm. We are down to, if I remember correctly, one woman's Teal Town shirt, one small black Teal Town shirt, and one large win it for jumbo shirt. And if memory serves, I think Skylar has taken dibs on the jumbo shirt. So anyway... Joey Mahoney, can I come on the show sometime? Uh, that is actually something that we're kind of interested in doing, but you know what we do? Uh, come to the Discord, and that's when we can open up the audio channels and inter- interact with you guys uh, directly and, and shoot the shit with you. So come to the Discord, and we will put out the Discord invite on the Teal Town USA Twitter account momentarily once we wrap this whole thing up and put it to bed but i'd say in about oh 15 minutes or so check teal town usa on twitter follow us there that's where the discord link shall find you uh geez that quarter zip is pretty edgy. thank you i love me some quarter zip i have that same quarter zip it's nice but mm-hmm. i am sweating like crazy in this holiday sweater um tell no this is I kid you not. I don't even know why we're still doing this. I kid you not. I had a dentist appointment yesterday. And, hold on. Was it Tuesday? No, not yesterday. Jesus yes. Christ. Friday. Fuck. Man, it all goes. <laughs> what a year this it's week. It's 2020. Is, yeah, what a year this week has been. Um, no, I was coming out of the dentist, and I happened to be wearing this. And somebody goes, hey, bud, nice top. I don't know who the guy was or whatever. But, hey, Sharks fan. Dude, everybody knows. Loves me. Some gorgeous so with that, thanks for watching, everybody. Marlo and Nieto have returned again. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow night to talk about Marco Mueller. <laughs> <laughs> we can't talk about Joachim Ryan. He's already signed somewhere else. Uh, who, who else is there? Who am I oh, thinking heck. of? Who else did we lose? Michael Haley. Why not? No, 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 no. I'm talking about defensemen. It's like Stewart's retired. Hannon's retired. Mueller's gone. Um uh, the return of Nick Petrecki, everybody. That's what oh, we're Jesus. talking about. All right. <laughs> Thanks for watching. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter now for the Discord link, and we will see you all another time. Keep it real.